All right, well, good morning and welcome to Wingfoot Church. Good to have you gathered here this morning. My name is John, I'm the pastor here, and uh, we're walking through this series in 1 Corinthians. Uh, and as we've been walking through it, uh, we're also giving you opportunity uh, to ask questions uh, because uh, if you've been with us through this series, you know that 1 Corinthians uh, pushes a lot of our buttons uh, and touches on a lot of the questions that we're facing. So uh, there's a number on the screen there. At any point through this series, uh, you can text your question to that number. Uh, and as we get questions in and as it kind of connects with where we're going, we'll take some time to answer some of those questions. Uh, and so you can do that. That is not anonymous. So if you have an anonymous question that you want to submit, you can just write it on a piece of paper and drop it in the giving box in the back. Um, in, in case that's something that you're concerned about. Uh, but this morning, I wanted to address one question that we got uh, from last week's message. Last week, we were looking in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 as the Apostle Paul challenged us to think about uh, our preferences, setting aside our preferences for the sake of the gospel. And so I got this question. Uh, how do you distinguish between what is essential and what is a preference? Now, that's a good question. Uh, because oftentimes when we get that confused, uh, that's where we get into some issues. We're getting into some conflict. Uh, so I want to just uh, give a few minutes to answer that question. Uh, and so as you think about it, so if you read 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and even into chapter 10, uh, Paul never really tells one group or the other that they're right or they're wrong. Instead, he's helping them think about how they interact with one another. Uh, and so uh, as we go through this, you can think about essentials versus preferences in this way. All right? Essentials have to do with who. And what I mean by who is like who we believe in. Uh, who is God? Who is Jesus? What did he accomplish for us? Uh, and so you can think about essentials being, okay, what is at the heart of who God is? If you read through the New Testament, you'll find summaries of Christian belief. Uh, we're going to look at one in 1 Corinthians 15. Paul says, this is what we've been passed down, that Christ uh, died for our sins, that he was buried, that he rose again according to the scriptures. There's a sense that there's this shared understanding of who God is. Uh, you get the same thing in Philippians chapter 2. Uh, there's a summary of kind of who Jesus is. If you go through church history, you'll find creeds, uh, the earliest one being the Apostles' Creed, which is a summary of who God is uh, and what it is that God has done. So when we're talking about who, uh, oftentimes we're talking about an essential. Uh, the question of preference, though, is often this question of what. Uh, in other words, what we do. Uh, so what do we do in a service? What do, we what do we do in a program? What do we do in our, in our life together? Oftentimes those are preferences. Uh, and so they're not necessarily laid out in a creed or in a summary of who God is, uh, but they're rather a preference that oftentimes is connected to, to my, my culture of origin, my family of origin. And so in those things, Paul says, hey, you don't have to get rid of those things, but just be aware or be mindful of those things. Now, I want to add a third circle to this diagram, uh, not to confuse you, but I think this is an important thing. Uh, and the third circle is a distinctive. Uh, and what I mean by a distinctive is, is this idea of how. And what I mean by how is how we think about some of the secondary questions of Christian belief. All right, so we're all kind of, uh, an essential is who is God? God is three in one, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Uh, who is our only hope in life and death? It's Jesus. Uh, but the question of how is how we as a community think about some of the secondary questions uh, like modes of baptism or uh, leadership structures uh, or spiritual gifts or some of these kind of things that it's, a, it's an important enough question that would be hard to really kind of work towards unity in a community. Uh, but they're not uh, decisive things in the sense that you can view things one way and still be a follower of Jesus or view things another way 
and be a follower of Jesus as well. That's why I know this is really hard to see, but the center circle has a solid line uh, because the essentials of who Jesus is, if you start tampering with those, you're no longer talking about Christianity anymore, biblical Christianity. Uh, but the second circle, distinctives, there's kind of a dashed line because it's not that it determines whether you're a Christian or not, uh, but it might be a space to say, hey, I, I, as I read the Bible, this is how I view baptism, and so I'm going to find a community that views baptism in this kind of way. Uh, and so it's, a, it's okay to say, hey, I love you, brother, or I love you, sister, and you find a community that fits how you think about that issue there. The outer circle, though, has a really small dotted circle, and that's because in preferences, when we make our preferences more important or more significant, that's where we get in trouble. And that's where we start to build a church or a community that is really about more what I want than what the mission of Jesus calls for or what the gospel of Jesus invites us into. Right. So uh, that's a very quick answer to a very big question, uh, but it's kind of a way for us to think about that.